can't do whatever Give out open mind Don't wanna be so loser, no You're such a rush, my baby, slow down Don't find your love I'm hoping you see me Come serve it up, loving how you stir it up Everybody belong on TV Ooh, this feeling I can't hide You're filling up my mind And I just don't know why Shiba, Shiba Girl, you make me a sinner Shiba, Shiba Don't make me pull that trigger Never say never You know I can't do whatever Shiba, Shiba Don't wanna miss or desire Play the best music, best for hardworking Nigerians who are getting the job done. Ready, one hundred seven point nine FM. Professionalism nurtured by experience. <laughs> Make me shouty, oh Tito Happiness You give me happiness This is not about the money And it's not about the fame Happiness You give me happiness And the way you got me feeling Make me shouty, oh Tito Happiness You give me happiness This is not about the money And it's not about the fame Happiness, you give me happiness. Happiness, oh, oh, but today is a good day. Make we open up our hearts. Love the neighbor as thyself. Chicken cost now, who they prize are more. Get help the needy. Tomorrow, no, they set alarm. So make we love, make we share. If I hate, make we check the other door. Damn, and lehu, lehu, lehu. Happy, oh, oh, oh. Damn, and lehu, lehu, lehu. Happiness, you give me happiness. 
Four minutes can pass ten a.m. Thank you for choosing your feel good radio, Fresh One Hundred Seven Point Nine FM. My burger. Good morning to you. Uh, great to know you're there. Joining us uh, this Wednesday morning is the eleventh day in the month of August, twenty twenty one. Welcome to Platform. Uh, this uh, Wednesday morning is the second installment of the program. Remember, we do this Mondays and Wednesdays from ten o'clock to eleven. Ali Bakar is my name. It's great to know you're there. Uh, joining the program. Uh, this uh, Wednesday morning, um, Ari's song with the song Happiness kickstarting things at this hour. Uh, today um, commemorates a couple of things being celebrated across some parts of the world. Today, the 11th of August, uh, Max um, Independence Day in Chad. Chad gained independence from France on this day, 1960. Chad, of course, very close to Nigeria. Uh, a great, well, an ally. Uh, as far as uh, the battle against insecurity and some of these uh, trans-border issues are concerned, we say Happy Independence Day to them uh, in um, Chad as they celebrate yet another year uh, gaining independence since 1960. If you're celebrating anything today, we'll celebrate with you. We wish you the very best. And um, we are with you in whatever way you are feeling. Uh, this uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, well, uh, this morning, I'll be bringing you up to speed about a couple of things happening across the country, especially as regards uh, the strike and backed upon by the National Association of Resident Doctors. Uh, the strike's still very much on, although there are some updates. Uh, there's some updates in the political sector as well uh, with uh, the People's Democratic Party. Um, at least uh, putting on hold the issues in the party, uh, they've now decided to have their convention two months earlier than normal well we'll see uh, what that will mean for them uh, this morning I'll be, I'll be having a guest we'll be talking about youths in business and because our own business uh, leading up to the international uh, youth day we've been having some youth centric discussions remember on Monday we had um, guests from uh, the group what's next talking about youth involvement in governance we'll be talking about uh, youths in uh, business making a way for themselves and a lot of issues concerning youth development this uh, morning on the program welcome to the platform this Wednesday
platform on Fresh 107.9 FM. Thank you for joining us this Wednesday morning. Wale Bakar is my name. Uh, great to know you're there uh, joining the program. I did say I'd be bringing you up to speed about a couple of things happening across the country. Let us, uh, first off, start from the health sector. Uh, where the rising number of uh, COVID cases continues to get a lot of uh, people worried. Uh, the statistics are there to be seen. COVID19.ntdc.gov.ng uh, That's where you get all the data you need. As far as uh, the daily COVID numbers reported by the Nigeria Center for Disease Control uh, is uh, concerned. Uh, the um, numbers in the last uh, couple of weeks uh, is getting a lot of uh, people worried, experts, uh, you know, government officials, uh, the NCDC, uh, the Primary Healthcare Development Agency, and also for others are uh, just worried about the situation. Uh, as far as the 10th of August, that's yesterday, is concerned, 610 new cases were confirmed in the country. Two new people died of uh, COVID complications uh, in the country. The new cases recorded, Lagos, as expected, at the highest number of cases, 281, followed by Rivers with 152. There's a Quaibon with 85, Ogun. Uh, getting the numbers, uh, getting the law of numbers these days as well. 21 new cases reported in Ogun. That's the same number as Oyo with 21. Uh, the um, FCT had 13. That's one less than Ekiti, which had 14. Delta had 7. Edo had 6. Undo 4. By Elsa 2. That's the same number as Kano and Plato. Uh, all three having two cases each. Well, um, the according to the NCDC, two more people died of the virus, bringing the total number of people who have lost their lives due to the virus, 2,194. And um, it's just the daily infections being reported that's getting a lot of us uh, worried, getting, uh, you know, uh, leaving us to wonder what exactly uh, we are doing about it. Uh, some have said, uh, what is government doing about it? But the question is, what are you doing about it? Are you protecting yourself? How seriously are you taking these talks about wearing your face masks, using hand sanitizers and whatnot? Uh, I just hope you're taking it as seriously as it should. Because trust me, uh, these numbers are real. I've heard some people begin to suggest interesting things again. Uh, don't let anyone mislead you. I uh, don't listen to this. Um, I don't know. Some of them cynical for you know, some um, reason. Uh, I don't know. But just uh, really protect yourselves. Wear your face masks. Avoid crowded places. Do all you can to protect yourselves and your loved ones. As far as uh, the vaccination exercise is concerned, uh, the deployment of the Moderna vaccine will be starting very soon, at least according to the Primary Healthcare Development Agency. I remember they say that uh, the second phase of COVID vaccination will start on August 16th. That's next Monday. Uh, we also hear uh, that the country is expected to receive 176,000 doses of the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccines today. Uh, that was revealed by the executive director of the Primary Healthcare Development Agency, Faisal Shuaib, uh, during a news conference in Abuja yesterday, Tuesday. He said the JJ vaccine, like the AstraZeneca, is safe and efficient against the coronavirus disease, including the deadlier Delta variant. I remember that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is actually a single-shot vaccine. So according to the NPHCDA, they say they'll be using that in at-to-reach areas. So... They don't have, it doesn't have to be a situation where you get one shot, you have to come back for another shot. So once you get one, you're protected, at least uh, to the level at which the vaccine will protect you. So we'll just see 
how it goes as far as that uh, vaccination exercise is concerned. If you get the opportunity, please take it. Protect yourselves. I've heard some people talk about, I've heard government officials talk about hesitancy, although experts have said, well, you can't be talking about hesitancy when uh, we don't even have the right amount of vaccines for the people that want them. So, well, I just hope we get things right eventually. There are talks about us getting some more doses of uh, the Pfizer-BioNTech as well. So, um, the expectation is, well, more doses of the vaccines will come in. Hopefully, uh, we'll all be fine. Uh, sticking with the health sector, uh, the National Association of Resident Doctors, uh, they've continued their strike. Uh, they were in a meeting with the House of Reps members yesterday, led by the Chairman House Committee on Health, Dr. Tanko Sununu, uh, the OPO. Because uh, the meeting also had in attendance the uh, Minister of State for Health, the Minister of Health, and a couple of others. Uh, the hope, of course, uh, the uh, the hope uh, is that they will find resolutions quickly to that industrial action embarked upon by the Association of Resident Doctors. Uh, the uh, chairman of the health com- the House of Reps Health Committee, Tanko Sununu, was talking yesterday saying they are hopeful that after compiling some of the deliberations they had yesterday or some of the things that they decided uh, that um, uh, the doctors will call off their strike soonest. Although uh, the president of the National Association of Resident Doctors, Dr. Oyilawa Ohakwasui, uh, did say uh, that they were not satisfied uh, with some of the discussions yesterday, although he appreciated the effort on the part of um, the lawmakers. They've been clear as to what they want. Uh, Activities continue to be paralyzed or affected in a lot of offices or a lot of hospitals, rather. Uh, Here in Ogun State, uh, we got to speak with the um, heads of the the, uh, the chairman of the Association of Resident Doctors at the Federal Medical Center in Abeokuta, as well as the Neuropsychiatric Hospital at Abeokuta. And uh, to to get uh, you know uh, the, an idea of uh, how things have been going and uh, what the situation is, as far as uh, the strike embarked upon by the Association of Resident Doctors is concerned, let's take a listen. And from our uh, the members from the salary scheme, which is actually uh, also a fight against the profession. This also is one of those things we are fighting. But then there's this medical residency training fund, which is a fund that is supposed to be for enhancing our training, which the government promised to insert in the budget for this year. They are yet to fulfill that promise of paying it, even though they claim that they are inserted in the service-wide board. That among a lot of mirrors for other issues. I mean, I have members in the state and institutions. We have members who are owed three months to nine months to 19 months to even 21 month salary. I mean, people keep on saying we are essential workers. If we are essential workers, then our workers should be essential. You don't say we are essential workers and then we have kids in school who go to the market like every other person and then you expect us to go to the market and tell them, oh, I'm a resident doctor, I'm not going to pay. And you think anyone will look at you and think uh, you are in your right state of mind. So we are appealing to our government. We are ready to go back to work. And we do not like even our own patients languishing in pain or discomfort we want to go back to work well it it has affected us significantly at this moment we should be talking about training people that should go for exams do know are being distracted by these strike actions and of course more worrisome for us and painful is that that is dealing with our own mental health is that we have um populists who are suffering and at this point in time because of the 
government in sincerity and not being able to do the info. We have withdrawn our services and people are suffering about it. We want to just plead with the people that um and also help and talk, tell the people that they should help us speak with the government to do the needful so that we can continually give our services um, to them and then also to improve on the facilities and uh, so that when we when when we come back or everything will be set and we'll continue to discharge our duties as we have always loved to. Well, the um, president of the Association of uh, Resident Doctors, uh, the uh, Federal Medical Center, and the Neuropsychiatric Hospital, Aru, uh, are speaking there. Uh, just um, you know, giving us an idea of what uh, the situation is. Uh, the doctors, essentially, uh, they've uh, stuck to their guns. Uh, they're saying our demands are clear. We're ready to return to the negotiating table, but uh, you have to be ready to give. Uh, for the federal government, uh, for the federal government rather, they've uh, continued to insist uh, that um, some of the issues raised by the um, resident doctors are issues to be decided or sorted. Uh, by state governments. In fact, uh, the uh, Minister of um, State for Health, uh, Dr. Lonnie Bemamura, uh, was uh, saying the doctors uh, should uh, probably have uh, even appealed to the uh, federal government to appeal or to talk to the state government on their behalf. Let's take a listen to Dr. Mamura very quickly. The only update is um, to continue to make this appeal, which we have uh, continued to make since the commencement of the strike action and that is for the doctors to return to negotiating table uh, we are not happy with what is going on you see there are so many issues involved and uh, some of these issues they are not even issues from the government side that's number one number two some of the issues if not most of the issues are issues that have to do with the states and not the federal government. We need to get the very clear. Look, so many issues have been brought to table, which we have been addressing. But if you, if we still have one or two issues outstanding, I believe this should not be a reason to now have a nationwide strike action being declared. I mean. If you want, they are, they are, in some of the cases, I mean, it's even a kind of appeal to the federal government to kind of uh, uh, assist the doctors in, you know, speaking with the state governments. All right, the Minister of State for Health, Oloni Bemamura, speaking there. So the, the, the positions are clear for the doctors. They insist they have their demands. Uh, they would not budge until government is willing to at least give something. Uh, for government, they're saying uh, some of these issues are uh, issues to be sorted out by state governments, uh, by your appeal to us to talk to the state governments. So we'd have to wait and see uh, whether this um, waiting in uh, by the House um, of Reps uh, members will help the situation in any way. Well, th- those are some of the updates as far as the health sector is concerned. Uh, 
for the politics, the PDP, they'll sort themselves out. They say that they've now decided to have their convention earlier than normal in October. Uh, so maybe... Uh, those uh, warring parties will get their demands uh, by that time. But at the moment, they're asking the parties to shift their swords and work together for the uh, forward movement of uh, the party. That's the updates this morning. We'll give you updates as uh, soon as they come in. I did say that I'll be talking uh, with a guest this morning. We'll get into all of that after this break. It's Platform this Wednesday. Please don't go anywhere. My husband at the hospital today. The nurse said it would be good for me to rest after this baby before having another pregnancy. She said it will allow my body to heal and recover fully. My friend Papa Junior said the same thing to me the other day. He even told me they are using family planning for childbirth spacing and to prevent unplanned pregnancy. Yes, family planning. That is what the nurse called it. She said there are different methods of family planning to choose from and that any one I choose is safe and effective and that I can get pregnant again anytime we decide to. She even said they will give me counseling on all the methods before I make my choice. Family planning is a safe and effective way for childbirth spacing and to prevent unplanned pregnancies. For confidential information and counseling on pregnancy planning, call the toll-free contact center on 080-000-22252 or visit any hospital with a green dot logo to take up a method. This message is brought to you by the Federal Ministry of Health and Mary Stopes, Nigeria with support from the Danish government. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria, select the icon, tap and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook Twitter. Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest.
right, thank you for staying with us. Uh, it's a uh, platform uh, still this Wednesday. Uh, thank you for joining us. So we're live on Facebook. Feel free to join us there. Facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live. Uh, we're always glad to have you uh, join the conversation. Uh, well, uh, remember I did say uh, that I was uh, going to be speaking with an interesting personality this uh, morning on the program. Incidentally, I've been, we've been having a lot of discussions about... Um, well, young people and um, the International Youth Day coming up. I remember on Monday we were talking about uh, young people in uh, governance and all of that. Uh, this morning, uh, we, well, you could still be talking about young people, uh, businesses, and um, all these things work together. How easy it is. I've had, you know, it's not easy in any way for young people in business. Anyway, uh, my guest this morning uh, is Damilola Oke. Uh, she is the star consultant at Fierce and Modish Limited. That's a personal brand publicity and image management company. Uh, she's a mass communication graduate. Uh, of uh, Covenant University with a master's degree in corporate communications and public affairs. Uh, that's from the Robert Gordon University, Aberdeen, Scotland. She's also an associate member of the Nigeria Institute of Public Relations, Advertising Practitioners Council of Nigeria, that's APCON, and also a diploma in media presentation and production uh, from the London Academy of Radio, Film and TV. She's a lot of things, apparently. Good morning to you, Dami. Great to have you join us this morning. Are you jealous? No, not entirely. <laughs> not entirely. Good morning. Good morning. It's okay because my dad is going to be mad if he hears okay. And no. we are from Abekuta, so oh, he's okay. probably listening. Um, so many people say, yeah. oh, that is okay, okay. that is okay. Yes, mm, damn okay. okay. Yes. Apologies. Apologies. Well, great to have you in the studio with us. Same here. Uh, this Thank you for uh, morning. And, you know, um, it's, um, it's the International Youth Day week. Uh, there's a, we were having a very interesting conversation about whether you were a youth, but let's not get into that. <laughs> now, um, uh, on Monday, I was talking about youth and governance. I'd, I'd love to talk about youth and business as well. That's that's a very critical thing. And um, I've, I've heard it's not easy. But then uh, apparently for you, uh, you've uh, found a way to get a lot of things done, um, styling, writing, so many things. What do you make of the environment uh, as far as um, business opportunities are concerned for young people? In Africa or in Nigeria? In Nigeria. Hmm. Um, that's a very deep question, to be honest. It's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess there are opportunities, but they're not going to come and knock on your door. So you probably have to break down the door or go out and get it done um we're not a very f- young people friendly country unfortunately um maybe a bit of farming and uh, rural businesses mm. but for cosmopolitan jobs like mine that are a bit more creative and um different it's been a tough terrain to overcome and i must be honest even the government doesn't understand there's no fund for stylists there is there are funds for fashion designers but there are no funds for fashion stylists because they don't understand what we do and i keep telling them what we do is we see what the designer sees before he sews the garment Thank you. it's a creative direction function it's it's and it's not just applicable to individuals it is to brands it is to governments i mean United States is a very good PR platform or a very good PR product. It's not that great over there. But the way they position it, then you think of it as the higher mighty. So for young people here, I feel like 
it's a challenge but it can also be seen in a good way so when you know that nobody's supporting you you're going to be serious minded you know what i mean so i feel like it's a good time to talk about the youth even beyond the youth week um because the future is now it's not tomorrow it's right now so whatever you can do if you know how to cook make it a business if you know how to sew make it a business i always knew i was going to dress people i just didn't know i was going to do it for money i thought it was going to be a hobby because i've always been different when people are moving i will be the one to stand out you can never i would never blend in from when i, I knew myself what where, where, where does where does that start from being a a, a, a stylist does it mm-hmm. does it start from the regular you know when your sister is going out do i, do I look good uh, <laughs> how about you change this to that where, where does that start from and mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know uh, be be nice to really explain to us what the difference is between the stylist and the designer the designer mm-hmm. yeah um so the first question where it started from i always say stylists are born i don't think that they are made you can go to styling school there are a lot of styling schools all over the world that teach you how to dress people for different things um position brands for different things but the job of a stylist is quite spiritual because there's something called fashion forecasts so what is going to trend tomorrow and sometimes you don't go to school for that you just know it's a cycle and it's going to come back. And incidentally, when you sit on the runway, you're like, oh, but I just did this. And then it, it connects. So, yes, you can go to styling school. As a matter of fact, I wanna, I, I'm hoping to set up one because people are like, how can I learn? How can I, you know, I like to do this thing, but I don't even know how to go, to, go about it. So, yes, I'm hoping to, you know, set up one at some point. But I feel like it's, it, it's, it's a lifestyle. It's a personality. Mm. So if you pursue it, then it can become a business. Um, and like I said, the difference between a fashion stylist and a fashion designer is the difference between an executioner and the ideator. So I'm thinking of what you're going to produce before you even know what fabric, what color, what your client is. So my job is much more strategic than the designer's job. Shout out to all designers. I love and respect you all. But a designer that doesn't work with a stylist and a designer that works with a the stylist, there's a very clear difference. Okay, so it's it's more like well, from from what I know, it's more like um, say there's an engineer who designs exactly, and then there's a technician who puts together. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So our job is you can't see it. Yes, I can put a presentation together and you review it. I can describe to you, but I see what you want to be based on your skin color, based on what you do, based on market trends, based on competition, based on your location. That's not the job of a designer. A designer isn't going to make you what he has made for 100 million different Mm. people. You know Mm. what I mean? So if you want to stand out, build your personal brand, look different, pursue a business, be exceptional, you need to hire the right hands. And to God be the glory, we have worked on so many different brands. Mm. And there's a, you can hear them even whilst you're working saying, oh, wow, now I see where you guys were coming from. Now, we'll, we'll get into some, some of the things that, that you've done uh, because um, I'm quite interested because you, you speak about how tough uh, the creative space is mm-hmm. here. And we, I don't know, as far as creativity is concerned, I think sometimes even as young people, we want to do the easy stuff. We want to, well, I don't, I don't want to say anything is easy, but we want to do the common things mm, or the cool things uh, yeah and um, the things that you know there are so many people doing you mm. can easily just you know maybe walk up to someone mm. to get um, advice or mm. get uh, talked to what was what's the fashion stylist uh, space in Nigeria like is that is that something a lot of people do or? oh yeah oh yeah 
um, when I started eight years ago, there were not many stylists. People didn't understand the role and function. So you'd have to explain. But now, eight years after, so many people understand what it is. And many thanks to Hollywood. Many thanks to, you know, Western countries. Many thanks to brands who give us the opportunity to actually be creative. So they can see the product. So they're like, oh, I want this too. For instance, celebrities. Almost every celebrity in Lagos has a stylist. Because you're recording, you're producing, you're performing. You don't really have time to be checking your garments. You need someone to be in charge of those garments. The colors, the fit, the style. To have it on ground. So that once they call you, you show up. You can't add down to your... You know what I mean? A lot of, a lot of government officials do have style consultants. Hmm. You may not know, but they come around. You already know them. You know this is their color. This is their style. There's someone behind it for years. For instance, Michelle Obama. There's there's someone someone behind that does, brand. Does that happen here? Yeah, yeah. I, I, know, I was hoping you give me a name. I here. know. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's someone here who dressed our president throughout the process, mm. and he's a stylist like me, my mm. friend. Oh really? Yeah, and that was he, he got that contract and he got the job done, mm. and you voted for him, and he's there now. You know what I mean? So. There's a lot. Oh, you mean before the before election? the election, mm. the first time when he was trying to get yeah. in, yeah. So a lot of um, people now, it's it's oh, I'm a style consultant. Okay, I I know this person. Oh, I'm a stylist. Oh, I know this person. Oh, I'm a celebrity stylist. Oh, I know this person. Oh, so 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 you're saying in essence, uh, there's there's a very uh, important role. So you're saying that. Um, the stylist also looks at what you're doing, mm-hmm. uh, what will appeal to those you're trying to get to, and then dress you for it. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. whole all oh, you do when you see Barack and Michelle, it's the plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't just wake up and say, no. Is it a so blue, the colors, yeah, no. So the colors are matched, the style, the fit. They project her to look strong and in charge, and they project him to look humble and, you know, likable. It's all a plan. So from PR to styling, to hairstyling, to outfits, to colors. It's a whole thing. And you cannot, like I said, overemphasize it. There's a difference what? between someone who is using those t- people mm. and someone who is just waking up and picking stripes on plain or picking mm. basic, you know, outfits. Or someone who is just picking what is ironed. Ah, um, no. <laughs> like today, I've seen a lot of garments. Now, um, one would think mm-hmm. that because of the lot of things in our heads in this part of the world, that, that would be something, you know, we, uh, we're not entirely interested in. Mm. Uh, it would be tough to get uh, so many people that are interested in stylists or fashion stylists. Mm. It would be tough for fashion stylists to get a lot of um, clientele and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. So what, what's, what's the process like? How easy is it for fashion stylists in this part of the world? Um, it's not easy, I must say, because the job is not um, a necessity. It's a luxury. Mm. So you must be earning a certain amount of money to be able to hire a stylist. Of course. Um, I can hire a stylist. Why not? Well, except you want to do it for me, pro bono. <laughs> so I've worked with a lot of people. I don't work for free. I always say it's because I work with different people. So there's the people who are going to make the clothes, dry clean the clothes. So it's not, it's not, but I can, I can partner with you and say, I, I like your vibe. I work with a lot of OEPs, a lot mm. of them in Lagos. And, when I met them, they had like what 1,000 followers, and now they're pushing 40k, 50k. They have because of the way they've been projected. So it's not easy, but it's achievable. Um, the easiest way, however, are celebrities. 
because they go out and they have a lot of following okay. when they take pictures they post and people go to your page and follow you and know what you do um aside from that movies are also a very good opportunity so for movies it's called costume design as opposed to fashion styling so every character i've done a few of, the, of those as well movies that i do the costume design nobody people don't know and then they say this looks very modish and i'm like oh yeah i did that you know what i mean so they're a very good opportunity as well because people go to the cinema and watch the movie so they're like oh i like this thing i like that thing oh you did it okay please come and work for me um so put your head in you know what i mean like wherever you go whatever you do whoever you meet just be ready to say this is what i do and do it great because you're doing it for yourself i told I tell people every time, I don't argue with procurement managers because when I come in to defend my budget, I'm dressed in the colors that your brand is. So when you see me, you're not about to ask me, so what's this money for? Because I already look like your brand. So you're like, okay, approved. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's um, take a moment to you know talk and uh, take a moment to move away from the stylist mm-hmm. alone because um, you know let, let's talk about uh, you know all creatives now mm-hmm. and. Um, you know what um what it is like in in nigeria for example mm-hmm. um, you talk about um doing things great uh being passionate about it yeah. and all of that yes those being that, consistent as well that, that, that's almost always the tips yeah. but then when you when you listen to creatives they talk about how the you've also mentioned how the environment is not entirely supportive mm-hmm. how, how do we begin to get this uh, grown-up folks, for starters, uh, the decision makers, <laughs> mm. and you know a lot of other stakeholders to begin to understand how important that space is. We've we've um, we've been, we've been watching movies for so long. Mm. Uh, the movie sector is probably just beginning to scratch the surface as mm. far as you know getting the decision makers to see how important they yeah. are. Now we're talking about Nollywood making some money for yeah. us as well. So how do we begin or how do we improve on this mm. as far as acceptable uh, you know uh, the creatives are to the decision makers and a lot of others? I don't think they're, they're ever going to understand if I'm being candid because like you said we come from completely two d- different generations. Um, when I wanted to start my business in 2013, my mom said, oh, work for three more years. You know what I mean? Start salary this, salary that. And I said, no, I'm 28. I'm going to do it now because people in the industry are 21. <laughs> I move. So I feel like when they start, but now, guess who buys the papers? I mean, so when they see the dividend of your confusion, because they think you're confused, when they see it, then they start to appreciate it. When I was named one of the most inspiring women by Leading Ladies Africa mm. earlier this year, 2021, mm. my mom was, she, she was never named anything. <laughs> so she's like, oh, she got me, she, you know what I mean? So I feel like show, showing for them is better than. So if we want to make money or we want them to believe in what we do, let's go ahead and do it first on our own. We may not succeed, but we, we will try. When they see then they would adapt to it. But explaining your craft to elderly people, I don't think you're ever going to get through because I've been in situations where if I had said yes to what they said, I would get the job. But I won't be creative. I won't be I won't be happy. I would just be executing what they have said. But then I go ahead and do things my way and they're like, oh, this also works. So showing, I feel like, and young people are not ready to do that because 
if you want to do the work alone, it's a lot of work. Mm. And yet nobody's going to pat you on the back and say, oh, well done. You know what I mean? But eventually, so I'm, I'm here to sort of encourage young people as well. Whatever you're doing, which is why, what I said. So they would cook for their husbands and their husbands' friends. You cook, put a picture on Instagram, start up a business page, make money from orders. I know people who were fired from banks and start, started cooking and now they're doing even better that banks will probably even hire them to cater for their next AGM. You know what I mean? So show the work, they would adapt. Now, um, you also have a book. Yes, I do. Um, well, I, I did have the title in my head. Modish Magazine, a set of style rules. Yes. Now, I was, I would read so many things and it's um, interesting that mm-hmm. you're not just a stylist. Well, I read that uh, the uh, fact that you were at home for a while mm. led you to, okay, <laughs> I'll just put some things down. Uh, how easy is it, is it? Although I don't know whether it is easy. Uh, if I wanted to do a book on what I do, for example, it would just be me just uh, writing things down for a couple of days, maybe months, maybe years of things I do every day. Mm. Was that the process for you too? Uh, tell us about the book in essence. Okay, so the book is very timely and I like that you said we were at home um, we were supposed to write it three years ago but there was no time so you jump from set to set client to clients there's no time but there were lockdowns affected nobody was going anywhere and I said you know what this is the time especially because now we can't always see each other anymore so put it together in a book so that everyone who wants to better themselves can read it understand it adapt it to their lifestyle and be better because really and truly the reason why I started my business is to build a better literate fashion community okay I don't want to hear you know arguments about things that people should know I feel like everyone should know what they should look like you know what I mean so that's why Modish Magazine's a set of Star Wars was burst and it's very straightforward you know there's the basic um, stage of style there's the essential then there's the advanced so if you're a basic guy it, ad- it adapts to you. If you're an essential guy, fine. If you're ad- an advanced guy, also fine. Then it has a list of um, fashion rules, 50 maxims that you can study every day. So like commandments. So do not wear this. You should wear that. You should wear this. You should wear that. That you can run with every day and be better. Because when you look better, trust me, you make more, more money. They would hire the one that looks like he knows what he's doing first mm. before they hire you. Um, also, there's like a like a retail directory. So people always ask me a lot of times, where can I make this? Where can I buy this? Oh, where can I get this? So there's a list of 50 designers. So I also supported our own. So they're all Nigerian designers and retailers. Um, you can just check their, their handles are there. Their numbers are there. You just call them and make your order. There's also a lingo index. So like the words we use in fashion. Okay, so you can just check. Yeah, mm. so it equips you with the information you need to be a better fashion literate individual so that when you a nigerian should be able to walk the streets of Paris and they think he's from there don't embarrass the country outside like just be better like do better dress better you know what i mean a lot of marriages are broken up because the guy doesn't know how to match clothes up and mm. we're here chasing shadows you know what i mean so i want to equip everyone with the information that they need so that they can live great lives and apart from personalities also brands like i told you brands are now there's hardly an ad you would see that doesn't use a stylist drinks anything because they know that it will be better 
communicated. Whatever they want to say will be better communicated when the outfits are identifiable. The colors work. Mm. The aesthetic matches. The billboards are nice. You know what I mean? Not cheap hair or dead clothes. It's nice. You are, you are, you want to see it. You know what I mean? Mm. So yeah, that's why you know this happened. So um, does it does it also talk about? Is it, is it just about the rules? Does it also talk about um, maybe for people that are not stylists? Oh yeah, not, yeah. You know. So everyday people. So like a banker would definitely love the basic essential style stage because that tells you the colors you need to have if you just want to be functional and neat. If you're essential, it will tell you, you know, and if you're the stylish guy who likes to explore, it will also help you. So it's for every individual out there who just wants to better their personal brand. That's why that happens. All right. Um, we'll, t- we'll take a very uh, quick pause. I've been speaking with Damilola Oki. Mm-hmm. And um, she's a fashion stylist. And uh, of course, we started this conversation by talking about uh, young people in business. Well, at that point, where we're talking about our book, uh, it starts with modish maxims, a set of style rules. And, you know, uh, so it's a good cover for me. First off, I've I've heard so much about. Oh, well, I I know that usually the the first thing that should interest you about a book uh, is probably the cover. Although they say they don't judge a book by the cover, but we almost always judge a book by the cover. It's a good cover for me. So. Thank you. <laughs> so Thank we'll take you. a very quick pause and talk more in a moment. Don't go anywhere, please. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria, select the icon, tap and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation and get our content anywhere under the sun in In real time. time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts and news updates the Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS as you use the Fresh FM app review and rate our app we're available 24-7 for more updates thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest from the rock city of Nigeria rock city of Nigeria this is Fresh 107.9 Hi, I'm Ozzy Yoma, and I'm always tuned in to my favorite radio station. Fresh! Fresh! Look what I brought for you.
All right, thank you for staying with us. Uh, still platform uh, this uh, Wednesday on Fresh 107.9 FM. Uh, thank you for uh, being a part of the program. Uh, many thanks to all of you who've joined us live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live. Remember, uh, feel free to uh, talk to us via that avenue. Uh, this uh, morning I've been speaking with uh, Damla Laoke she's a fashion stylist um, now an author as well and um, you know we've been um, talking about well we, we did speak about the fashion style in business and um, essentially I could talk about young people in business uh, it's the International Youth Week uh, the International Youth Day Week I should say and um, you cannot talk about young people well on Monday I did talk about young people in, in governance which is very critical, very key uh, there is uh, that need to have young people participate in nation building and governance and decision making and all of that, but then you kind of talk about young people and I talk about creativity and I talk about, um, you know fashion especially and a lot of other things those are things that interest young people although uh, you could argue that I don't know, maybe because um, maybe it's expensive Maybe young people don't get into some of these things. Is, is, is fashion an expensive thing? Oh, yeah. I just told you earlier, I just told everyone earlier that um, it's luxury. It's not um, an essential. So it's, it is expensive. However, people like me um, and retailers try to make it a bit less expensive in terms of... So there's something I do every year, the fair sale. Okay. So the clothes used for celebrities, actors, actresses, brands and stuff, they can't be repeated. You can't use them again on camera. So I sell them at giveaway prices every year. Um, yeah. So, okay, so, but, but in essence, okay, so that, that's that's just to... Uh, so least, people like me, yeah, no. <laughs> they, we, 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 we can make it... And then, you know, we don't have retail stores like that here. So there are no high street stores like that here abroad they're high street stores so if you have the money you can go to the high fashion ones if you don't really have money you can go to the high street ones but here it's almost like everything is the same price you can afford this buy if you can't afford this go so i feel like that is even why you need to understand styling so that you can combine one shirt in five different ways without people knowing it's one shirt you know what i mean we're, we're talking about the very start earlier mm-hmm. and uh, you were talking about uh, you know making up your well you you did get uh, your mom telling you about you do this and then you made up your mind oh, to yeah. do it. now I know a lot of young people trying to get into their various businesses uh, have, at one point or the other have to battle that that hurdle mm-hmm. uh, if, we, if we put it like that yeah. what, what, do, what do you say to them uh, you know when they come across that situation were there moments for you where you felt maybe I should have listened okay I'll just go ahead and do and pursue my dream um, there are two questions in there. Mm. Um, but the first one, I, I was convicted that I it was time to leave because, I mean, I'd done nine to five for three years. I'd seen how a business works. Um, and I wanted to start my own because, I mean, you, you can't hate yourself. You have to love yourself. And for me, jobs are more than a means of survival. It's almost like fulfilling purpose. So I was convicted and nobody was going to stop me. And I didn't have no capital or all those things people preach on Instagram. I just knew what I wanted to do. And I knew I was hardworking and I was going to do it. But for young people that may be um, confused or like scared, I mean, your parents are not going to 
live their lives through you. So I feel like they 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 have this sense of entitlement that I sent you to school to read this. You need to do that, which is fine. You but can, you can't blame them. Yes, which is fine. But things have changed. You know what I mean? Like now things are dynamic. Like the site. I mean, there were so many jobs before the pandemic. Now those jobs don't exist anymore. So there's no rule book anymore. And if they're not letting you go, it's fine. You can merge. I registered my business when I was still working nine to five. In my office, people used to call me the stylist. They knew what I did. And when I left, they hired me to do what I did for their clients. So just start. That's my own. Like whether or not, you can even do it on Sundays alone. You can do it on Instagram. Now you don't even have to physically be at those businesses anymore. I wrote my book. People bought it in Japan, Canada, Ontario. Like I've never been to those places, but my book is there. So just start. When you start, they it can only get better. But if you keep sitting and saying, "No, oh, my mommy said I have assistants who, you know, send me mails. Oh, I want to work with. You. I want to assist you. One day of assisting because we don't finish early. Set life. You can be there till three a.m. By the time they get home, their dad will call and say, "Ah, please, you cannot do this job she because you cannot become." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm okay. like, "Yo, so but just start, just start." Because if you keep waiting. People are going to catch up and then it will be too late for you. Is it, is it more difficult for the female folks in business? Creatives? Yeah. Or generally in business? Creatives, precisely. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, women are very much um, stereotyped and unappreciated. They're saddled with so many people's responsibilities from parents to children to the husband. You know what I mean? Um, so it's more difficult but I feel like it. I always see challenges as something you should learn from and be better at rather than wallowing in it so for me it was almost like you have to be out every night if you want to be a stylist and I'm not that person I'm very introverted creatives think they don't talk so I'm not going to be out hobnobbing every celebrity party or anything and I said you know what for every opportunity I get I will kill it 100% so that they can come to me because I'm not going to go to them I won't go to your house and sit down and be gisting with you. Like, I'm not that person. So for fem- female folks in the industry, models, um, actors, they've stereotyped you that, you know, this and that. If you know what you're doing, just keep at it. They would come to recognize that you're different. You know what you're doing. And, you know, the sky's the limit. Because naturally, e- even in some um, professions, there are no women like it's that bad you know or like maybe one i have someone who sent me a message she's an architect or an engineer one of those construction things and she said she's the only female in her department and they would compel her to dress a certain certain way way. and you know she's curvy and also when she wears you know something that shows her curves it happens to me on set as well that's why a lot of times i wear menswear Mm. aside from the fact that i'm passionate about menswear and i'm a menswear stylist i almost always wear baggy clothes because i don't want anybody tugging at me or any of those things and i told her i said this is who you are make them understand that that is who you are like they would be fine so it's difficult for us as women everywhere but keep at it the world would understand that recognize you and appreciate you for who you are so don't apologize for it or anything like that um i call myself the menswear stylist now people are like yeah the what, first woman i know that you know prides herself in dressing men and i'm like when they posted me to menswear departments i was actually crying because i was like what am i going to do their clothes are boring how much but i got in there and i saw that oh no pink looks better on guys let's do this yes so see every challenge or limitation or stereotype as 
you know, a way to change the narrative and be better at the craft. That's really what All right, it makes is. a lot of sense. Uh, well, uh, I know uh, that um, one, one of the very... Uh, one of the things that, that is uh, absent, uh, especially with creatives, is um, mentorship. Uh, mm-hmm. Getting the right people to tell you the right things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, oh, well, not necessarily hold your hands, but at least <laughs> maybe guide you. Guide you. Yeah. I've heard the popular saying on the street they say, follow who no road. <laughs> and, uh, that, that sometimes can Many be key. Many people know, no, no that sometimes road. can be key. So uh, I know that there's uh, that possibility. There's some young person listening to us, yeah. you know, wanting to ask you questions, yeah. wanting to talk to you, get thoughts about your business and all. Uh, would you be kind enough to share your social media handles? Maybe that well, young people talk with social media. Yes, so. <laughs> we you, do. Uh, so that they can we get do. This is me farming young people. Mm, we do. Mm. Um, so my handle, my personal handle is I'm Madame Modish. Madame is a woman in an artistic occupation, and Modish is style in French. Mm. So M A D A M E M O D I S H. One word. Um, the corporate brand's handle is Adfias and Modish. That's where all the things we do are. Um, and then my menswear handle is the menswear stylist at the menswear stylist. All right, I will leave it there. Thank you, Damilola Okay, for talking to us this morning. Thank you, Wally, for the to examination. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm hopeful that because a lot of times when I meet uh, young people, will you know are doing one or two things for themselves i'm hopeful that um you're open to talking to all the young people getting them in line oh, yeah i must say know, um there's a seminar i run every year before before i go um the art and business of styling okay. so it's something professional that you know i bring in professionals to talk to young people um to walk them through the process what is expected from each industry because for me the quality of the professionals in an industry determines how good that industry is mm. so until we start to build better creatives people are not going to take us seriously so yeah i'm all for young people all day every day all right uh thank you very much Damla, for talking to us this morning thank uh you. great to have you join us uh, many thanks to the guys in the studio as well uh that's the program this morning thank you really for investing your time with us uh but i hope i've done the um young industry well this week uh but i did have uh, guys from uh, what's next uh here on monday we're talking about uh you know the international youth they uh they have a summit lined up for friday ahead of uh, the international youth day that's something you should key into you know um talking about youth and governance talking about um you know youths just doing great things for themselves and um you know uh, joining those making those decisions I've, i hear we hear young people talk so much about how decisions that have been made are not favorable about how certain things are not favorable you might want to join that process and maybe we'll begin to change the tides or turn the tides from there ali bakar is my name thank you for joining the platform this wednesday and Enjoy your Wednesday. Remember, stay safe, please. Wear your face masks. Avoid crowded places. Good morning. Fresh FM 107.9.